0: Podcast number 23, December 21st, 2021. This podcast follows the written version, only with some extemporaneous thoughts along the way. So bear with me as I continue to explore this platform. The War on Christmas, fiction or fact? What do you do when you are a career teacher for 46 years and your administration decides to get rid of you? Well, it's simple, you go into hiding, you suffer depression, have a self-pity party, get angry, and finally, recover. And the best way to recover? Write a book, and so I did. Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child, published in 2019, became a bestseller and established me as one of the nation's top advocates for fixing our educational system. Unfortunately, this part is fiction. I mean, it's really fiction. I've probably given away more books to struggling teachers than I've sold. And that's okay. In the spirit of Christmas, here is an excerpt from my book regarding the season of Christmas and music educators. And this, my friends, is a fact. Bah humbug. Tis the season. During the holiday season, most music educators experience fear of singing anything with the word Christmas. The secular progressives argue no war on Christmas exists. They need to walk in the shoes of music educators. Singing Christmas literature could result in 30 days of angst. The line of parents wishing to dismiss holiday music lengthened to include non-Christian religious groups, agnostic and atheist community members determined to prohibit Christmas music in the public schools. Waiting for someone to criticize my choice of seasonal music repertoire, I literally felt music cringe inside me. My flame flickered and decreased in size. No matter what kind of holiday program I designed, someone would would object to the words Christmas, baby Jesus, oh, that was a bad one, the wise men, or even the term hallelujah. I actually had a holiday concert called Hallelujah, and we ended with the African-American version of the Hallelujah Chorus, and my principal said to me he was horrified that I used the word Hallelujah. One year, I decided to approach Christmas through gospel music, widely recognized as being a vital part of our culture. The concert contained a lovely first-grade song called Mary Had a Baby my principal ran into my room, administrators seem to do this a lot when they do not want to deal with angry parents, and said one of our Muslim parents demanded to speak to me on the phone now. The confrontational phone call reflected the 70s before parents could attack a teacher and hit send in the 90s. Speaking calmly with the parent, I told her how frustrated I felt trying to find holiday songs which would not offend anyone. The previous year, the students performed no Christmas music. Instead, they composed music to a popular book, which was a part of the curriculum at the time. This approach garnered fast disapproval from my Christian parents. In December, they expected a Christmas program. I suggested to the Muslim parent, she head up a committee of Christians, Jews, Muslims, Buddhists, and atheists as a representation of our community. I encouraged her to have those parents design a December program so everyone could feel happy. And to my amazement, she seemed pleased with the idea and assured me she would start gathering the committee that day. (laughs) Well, as you can guess, I never heard from her again. And my guess is she probably contacted a couple parents and found out they were not going to sit down with her and discuss anything about what was going to be acceptable to them. Interesting, right? With no committee for guidance, I continued trying to make each year's program agreeable to all while wondering who would complain next. A few years later while rehearsing my sixth graders for the holiday program, a professionally dressed woman entered my classroom. She nodded and smiled. Then she took a seat in the back of the room with pencil and tablet ready. She proceeded to write down everything I said. This woman must represent the American Civil Liberty Union, thereby documenting me so I could be fired for teaching Christmas music. When I feel scrutinized, the tendency to preview everything before I speak consumes me. My speech becomes filled with, uh, well, maybe. The more I tried to articulate the lesson faster, the swifter the lady wrote. I should have stopped and asked her who she was and what purpose she had in visiting my class. But I was in the middle of teaching a lesson to kids with a short span for listening. Stopping to ask the visitor to identify herself never entered my mind until afterwards. All of a sudden, I felt this itching sensation on my arms. I started to perspire. The itching persisted. I desperately tried to get relief, but red welts the size of silver dollars appeared on both arms. Hives presented as a product of my discomposure. As soon as the class left, with courage, I asked my visitor who she was and her purpose in recording my lesson verbatim. By the way, the door just opened because my Cocker Spaniel decided to join me. The lovely lady introduced herself as the mother of one of my students. Hired as a new teacher for the next semester and admiring my teaching skills, she came to observe the methods I used in classroom management. My arms became a testimony that the war on Christmas was real, and every music educator lived a life in limbo from November through January. Teachable moment. Stop your task at hand and ask any person who comes into your classroom to identify themselves and state the reason for their visit. Please do this immediately. Don't do as I did. Make sure your school maintains a strict policy of whom may come into the building and what proper procedure dictates if this person wishes to speak with you. Even with a strong security presence, and there was one in my last school, people, and I say here especially volunteer parents, may show up at any time and possibly generate a confrontation. And such was my case. A parent came and sat in the back of the room, smiled at me and then afterwards backed me into my office in a confrontational argument about why her daughter shouldn't get full credit for not attending the entire concert. Find out what recourse you have against these likely encounters. Put a plan in place should the situation arise and then call security immediately. Looking back on my situation, I wish I had asked the parent immediately why she was there, and then I would said to her kindly, please make an appointment. You can call me, or you can email me, and we will set up a meeting. Sometimes it does not pay to be nice. The above is an example of my entire book. When sharing my teaching experience, I always followed it with a teachable moment, and there were many. My career reflects wisdom gained through trial and error, and yes, sometimes pain. Tune in soon. Here's a tease. It's the new year, so it's time for the 441 forgiveness plan. Please share this link with any and all. Read more of my thoughts at rescuetheteacher.com. That's rescuetheteacher, all one word.com. If you're experiencing unfair practices in your teaching position, please reach out to me at this email. Rescue the teacher at yahoo.com. Again, that's rescue the teacher, all one word, at yahoo.com. And everybody, no ba humbug, Merry Christmas, and enjoy the rest of 2021.